Welcome to Mongolia Podcast, a podcast by the wandering for the wandering. Hi, this is Jesse, and this is Eunice. And today we'll be talking about breaking out of comfort zone, sensation of fear, and adrenaline addiction. Denise, let me ask you a question. Do you have a comfort zone? Everyone has a comfort zone. One comfort zone that they're basically they're comfortable in. Like they don't want to, they don't want to leave Mm -hmm. that specific place. But has the the comfort zone like been actively changed throughout your 20s or has it mostly been the same? Um, I would think uh, at some point it changes over time. Um, like you eventually, I, I think as you grow old, right, you would more or less leave that old comfort zone and like explore new things because opportunities come, experiences forces you to change, right? I think mm-hmm. that's that's really the point, right? With life, with adulting and everything. <laughs> oh. Right? I'm actually a little surprised by it because I I naturally thought you were gonna say like as you grow, uh, as we grow older, um we naturally become less risky because uh, we think more of the consequences mm. and then like the resp- as like the responsibility grow older we we just more focus on the foreseeable future instead of mm. being re- relentless and be like well oh, just, just I think I think there's a difference between like taking steps like small steps out of your comfort zone versus mm-hmm. being extremely risky right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I think there are certain things that we do as we grow old it's inevitable that you have to leave your comfort zone otherwise you're not gonna grow as a person I think it's hard to grow as a person if you're stuck in that small bubble of your comfort zone like it's kind of like you're not growing up, right? I don't, sure. I don't mean to offend anyone if they're uncomfortable um, leaving their comfort zones. But personally, it's also difficult for me, right? I also have challenges leaving my comfort zone. But at some point in your life, you have to step out of it. Like maybe not like fully out, like jumping into like the ravine or something, but just like taking small steps, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know, exploring that new job offer that's already a, um, something out of your comfort zone probably, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's small things. It's not really always going to be big things, right? So, but I, I do agree, like, um, as we grow old, sometimes it's, uh, we can't, we can be a bit risk averse, I guess, because you're already established, especially if you're already established uh, as a person, like in your career, um, in your life with your family or something like that with a relationship right it's hard to want to leave something so comfortable um Mm. but if circumstance calls for it i think Mm. we do have to change and i think it changes throughout the years what about you well i'm a huge advocate for um (laughs) for breaking um out of the the comfort zone at one point in my life i just become someone who has this personality of um trying things even for this podcast like I was literally like hey let's do a podcast then I was like oh so these are the steps that we actually have to do these are like the skill set that we have we need Ah, for a podcast and I was like oh this is a lot more complicated than I expected (laughs) but sounds fun 
I know I told you about surfing, right? Yeah, and yeah. We did. Like, we talked about surfing a little bit. Yeah, and the you said like the reason you chose surfing is for leisure, <laughs> even yeah. though most of my friends doesn't agree on that. Actually, I want to ask like, why do you think it's for leisure? Like, don't you feel um scared or anything when the, uh like the first time when you try surfing? I don't know. I guess. Okay, so so the background for for me learning how to surf is just whenever we go on a trip, right? right? It's only when we go on a trip, and usually for me, when I go traveling, that's usually when I don't really mind trying out all of the things if possible, or if I'm not too scared of it, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go try out all the food. I would go wander on by myself if that's possible at all. Um, and like for for surfing,、um, it just so happens that、um, we have these two destinations here in the Philippines. That the the reason why you go there is to either eat and surf, right? Because、mm-hmm. they have like good waves.、Um, right. Personally, I wanted to learn how to surf just for the fun of it, like just to know like what it what it's like,、uh, what you need to do, what you need to learn. Plus, it gives you this、um, this sense of achievement afterwards that you know how to stand up on a board and like balance yourself, right? right but right. but the thing is,、um, I'm not. I think I'm not as extreme as you think, <laughs> because like <laughs> what am I thinking? I mean, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> because because for here,、uh, there are there are certain places, right? So whenever you go on trip, like if you go on a beach, if you go if you take surf lessons. Uh, you should have an instructor with you, right? Right, and they they tell you that okay, there's like a hard board and a soft board. So I think they usually give you like a soft board first. Yeah, yeah, for beginners.、Yes. So beginners, right? So they don't take us to like a place that has like really high waves. It's like just small waves so that you can like learn how to stand up and all、mm-hmm. these.、Things. So I've never gone onto like a place that has like really high waves that will actually、mm-hmm. wipe you out or anything、mm-hmm. like that. Or like just a little story、uh, about surfing. When I went on the surfing trip last January with my sisters, I made a mistake of being in front of my board. Like the board was in the middle of me, and the, so the wave was coming in, and I was like in front of it.、Oh. So the board hit my face, and I had like a big mouth sore afterwards. It was fine.、Oh. I it, I didn't need stitches or anything, but it was fine.、Right. It was painful, but it was fine. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I know you could die, you could like get lost in the water, but I guess it's mostly because I know it's probably safe. Like I'm not really there to、oh, just、okay. feel the adrenaline rush. Right.、Um, I'm not there to, you know, just be risky about it. It's more of like me wanting to experience things in life. So when was last time you think you kind of broke out of your comfort zone? I、you mean, can be in like quite general about it. I mean, you could you could think about it in so many aspects. Like, what what aspect of the comfort zone are we talking about? It's as simple as、um, talking about or thinking about leaving your job. That's already one way of、mm-hmm. breaking out of your comfort zone. Because、mm-hmm. if you think about it, right?、Uh, if you stay in your job, you're good at your job, right? But There's a feeling inside of you that tells you, "Hmm, maybe I'm not growing anymore, or it's not really a right fit." But I'm earning enough money.、Um, there's nothing wrong with my performance here. But you take that risk to actually leave your job, right? So there's there's different aspects of it. Like 
um, should you also confess to this person, <laughs> right? It's Valentine's Day tomorrow if, while we're recording this. So it's like, those are little things. There are certain things recently in life that made me think about uh, having to step out of my comfort zone. For me, anything that I'm not used to doing is already something that's a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Maybe, like, for example, I think before I wasn't really sure that I wanted to be streaming, <laughs> right? Because I'm not used mm-hmm. to talking to a lot of people on camera and it's going to be publicly available. So that was also, like, a big decision. But it's like, eh, what am I doing here? There's nothing happening in the pandemic. Might as well stream. <laughs> and people are doing it. So it's it's also, like, one small step. But what about you? When was the last time that you stepped out of your comfort zone? And how do you define your comfort zone anyway? Well, like I said, um, because the, because I often just literally jump on things before I think everything through. So the border for my comfort zone is literally like invisible. Um, so basically anything new, anything new yeah, that exactly. you never did. Uh, yeah, we're all different individuals. Um, like how the other person think about one activity doesn't mean I will relate to that uh, specific emotions the same way. So I have to have my own reactions and feelings after I have to try it. So when you mention those aspects, like uh, no matter it be uh, like leaving a new job or trying new things, uh, you're mentioning something that, that involves uncertainty and um, something you have never done bef- before. So you don't really know what the consequences or results will be. And for me, the uncertainty is linked to excitement. Like I'm actually excited for the uncertainty. So, so this is what I find very fascinating about the emotion fear. So a lot of people, yes, they fear the whole concept of like quote unquote comfort zone, but underneath fear is just like a tangled web of uncertainties and insecurities. But also at the same time, it means opportunity and excitement. How you sort such web is really up to individual. Like for some people, they may feel a little bit scared and intimidated and they'll be like, oh, I don't really know what's lying ahead of me. Whereas for another people, uh, for another bunch of people who are, what's the word? risk takers they're just like more the uncertainty means like excitement they yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we see it more as like opportunities and uh, in a way we are learning something that or we're so we will be able to see something that we're not we we don't know yet so it's like a uh, excitement for exploration maybe this is why some people are hesitant to breaking uh break out their comfort zone because there are uh, some people there just they link more of their fear emotion onto the um intimidated part whereas another bunch of people they're just link uh fear to the excited and opportunity part yeah so half and half yeah i mean i think it Which, depends i think it depends yeah, on the kind of fear that you're yeah. talking about so some people probably um value i think it goes back to what they value more right yeah. in in yeah. terms of like their life their 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 career their security and all of these things so some people might feel that you know they can take risks in certain parts of their lives and they would be willing to do that uh right. but in certain aspects they probably wouldn't because they know that they don't want to and i think it it has something to do with experience and or and 
or inexperienced, right? Mm-hmm. If they've never experienced it or they don't know what it's going to be like, mm-hmm. probably they're not sure that they want to risk all that. They know that there's something that's going to happen negatively that they cannot handle. So mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's fine. And I, I agree with you that, yeah, some people see risk or like their fear as a way to get excited, um, a way to actually live their life and like really feel the thrill of living, I guess, right? So you feel alive if you feel excited. But at the same time, there are certain people that are okay with like not too excited about those kinds of things. Like they don't mm-hmm. need that level of excitement. They have right. their own smaller level of excitement. I think we just have different things. that yeah, we. Exactly. I think it's just different levels also of comfort, right? Yeah. So it, but okay to be honest the reason why i chose surfing and other certain activities and sports i do is really because i enjoy the adrenaline rush i know i know as you mentioned yeah. you were you didn't feel the adrenaline rush but I for surfing i think um the second time i surfed um i was surfing by my own already and it was literally like during typhoon season in hong kong so i mean the waves well here in hong kong the waves are never good um the maximum i think the maximum i've surfed is only like two to three feet is that ft is that feet yeah yeah, that's feet that's feet two to three feet but the second time i was like surfing by my own and i kept being wiped out it's it's literally i was rolling in the water like uh in those washing machines i was like rolling over and over again i don't the the adrenaline rush hit me and I think that was literally the time that I actually fell in love with surfing. It's it's probably hard for other people to to relate simply because um like a generally adrenaline rush uh, most people would associate that to a scenario which are usually dangerous or uh stressful or scary and that like that usually happens when you're either like um, under a very dangerous situation or when you are like watching something scary and then basically your muscle got tensed up your heart um beat faster and then you're like you have a more focused attention and because these um actions or reactions are often um associated to like risky and scary and like out of our comfort zones uh, scenarios. So most of people don't really lo- like such reactions. I wonder what is your preference? Zach? Right. So I think in terms of like the adrenaline rush, I kind of un- understand that feeling. I think I feel that when I walk, when I go snowboarding, right? Ooh, when I go okay. snowboarding um, and I miss it so bad. Um, and I, I feel the same way that you do in, in terms of like, you feel the struggle of like not being able to, you know, get up, uh, get out of the whole situation of being tumbling in the water. And then, uh, but then eventually y- you use that challenge of like not being able to do something to actually feel that rush of like, no, I can do this. I can do this. And once you do it, you have that sense of achievement. You have that sense of happiness that, okay, yeah, I, I was able to do this. You you get that push from the adrenaline to do more and then eventually you get that feeling of happiness from what is it dopamine maybe to to feel that sense of achievement that reward system that you get at the end of the whole thing that you tried this hard and then you got it i think 
in a way, I wouldn't put myself in like the sad kind of stressful situations. Like for right. example, I really wouldn't push myself to just be in, stre- in, in stressful situations always, like for example, at work. But I guess procrastinating does lead to that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't we all? I mean, I mean, I pro- I procrastinate a lot, so that that probably leads to like giving me always that adrenaline rush that I need to be able to finish things on on time. Um, like you, you, you work better under pressure. There's that kind of term, right? That you work better under pressure. Sometimes, it depends, right? It depends. Some people work better under pressure. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um. And usually if you're working well under pressure, it means that you know how to probably use that adrenaline rush to also get that work done. Like uh-huh. be productive and actually get the things that you need to do. Um, but going back to your question, I probably really wouldn't choose those negative stressful situations, but like positive stressful situations you yeah. probably would do like things that excite you things that would get you, that you know will probably give you that sense of achievement like I don't know um like surfing snowboarding taking those um risky sports um maybe working out as well gives you that adrenaline rush as well right um if you feel like you want to be able to like competing also right competing in in different kinds of sports also gives you that rush Mm. as well i don't know if i agree on the so-called like negative um stress situation or positive stress situation Um, but i perceive it more as like the stress is equal like you uh, perceive stress um equally under all the scenarios uh the like like the deadline at work or like the competitive competitiveness at um, doing sports, but it's just like under certain scenarios, you uh, leverage uh, stress in a positive way. So um, stress can, for some reason, be um, used as a positive reinforcement to actually motivate you to actually function more efficiently and more motivated. Whereas in other scenarios, it's just like, not being positively leveraged so like stress is still being a negative uh, emotion yeah, yeah yeah more or less something like that <laughs> but do you do you ever feel the burn oh because uh this is how i feel sometimes mm-hmm. because after you finish that task uh, may i be work or uh whenever i'm doing a sport it's, I, I wouldn't say it's technically burnout. out but there's this physical or emotional or mentally exhaust, exhaust, exhaustion. I don't um, know if you can relate to this. I mean, I, I, I feel like in some ways I can. And at the same time, uh, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, I understand a part about how the, like every day you do the same thing day in, day out. Uh, you try to do or you try to check off a lot of things that you can do as soon as possible so that you can feel that sense of accomplishment right you you feel yeah, like right you've a high been of pro- yeah the high of accomplishments but at the same time if you keep pushing yourself to that limit then you will eventually feel burned out even though you do feel achieved like it's probably dependent on like how much you like doing the tasks that you do like the things that you do if if i'm feeling stressed out probably i would go for a workout try to see if i can you know 
I mean, they they always say that if you work out, you get happy hormones or the dopamine, right? So I I try to work out. Um, uh, try to see if I can, you know, get that sweat session going uh, almost every week. Plus, it helps me with my goals to, you know, lose weight, build muscle, um, fit that gown for that wedding. Um, <laughs> what? Um, yeah, that remind me of yeah. the 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 your, your small target. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, plus I guess other other things that bring me joy, um, are you know, um, getting to stream. That's also one source of dopamine, I guess, like mm-hmm. one source of happiness for me. Uh, getting the stream, uh, getting to play with my friends, um, getting to talk to my friends, getting to hang out with my friends. I think those are really my source of happiness or like happy hormones. So, and also like getting mail. <laughs> like, like you know, the, the thrill of like getting your, your order, like things that you order from the mail. I remember the time that you ordered like food. Remember the crab that you ordered? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so so basically, feel food gives you happiness as well. So that's yeah, that's one other thing. Dopamine, yeah, dopamine. yeah, for sure. Food. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. I'm pretty simple. I'm pretty simple. Um, <laughs> rant in my journal, write with my pens. Those small things, like small mm. things that make me happy. I think those are my sources of dopamine. Mm. Like if I want things to like just be circulating. But what about you? Like, what's your food? That's probably your your like the the high of achievements. I remember we had a uh, an episode on like hustling, right? I think uh, yep yep the hustle culture. Yeah, the hustle culture. I think for some people they are just naturally hustlers and they get joy from hustling around yeah. <laughs> and having a bit busy a schedule. Whereas some other people, they they are not like a natural hustler or anything. They are just like very comfortable in their how do you say this in their in their area or in the industry that they've been working on and they just focus on one thing or two things which um is also like very admirable and because um they are uh paying 100% of their attention simply on one thing or two um so I mean like you don't necessarily have to fit into certain categories just like do whatever you feel the most comfortable um that you are at for example like if you enjoy like a busy schedule then do a busy schedule but from a personal personal perspective but because hustlers can also get tired like from time to time i just literally be what would be like staring outside like at at the sea or like at the sky and be like why am i hustling (laughs) (laughs) i literally like why but like it's like a sense of purpose and also it's a sense of achieving challenges and stuff but anyways yeah digress but i think like everyone uh may it be uh, hustlers or non-hustlers whenever you feel you want to break that comfort zone i i i'll be there for you like i will cheer for you and i will be i don't know be your cheerleader or whatever (laughs) I agree with you completely. Um, you know, we've been talking about comfort zone and like trying to get out of it. Uh, but if you don't want to, right? If you don't want to, it's already fine. I think it really depends on you. Getting out of your comfort zone is really a personal decision that you have to make. It really depends on your situation, what is comfort and what is not. 
And some people are not comfortable in sharing their own lives to other people. <laughs> but some people are. So it you do you. And at the same time, you with with Jesse all about hustling. <laughs> I think it's it's really um I think we try to keep busy as much as we can, right? And we try to keep busy mostly because we want to kind of like stay within that comfort of knowing that we can do certain things while we're in the pandemic. There are certain conditions in, in different parts of the world. Like it's always, it's going to be different for everyone. Um, but yeah, we try to do what we can do or we make do with what we can do um, in our own homes, at work, um, in our own lives, right? Some people get married, some people have kids, some people don't. Um, and some people just focus on themselves while we're here in the pandemic. So I think that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. And it's all about just choosing what is right for you at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we did talk about uh, a lot in this episode and uh, we digress kind of halfway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as well. So we covered, um, we covered a lot on the um, process of uh, breaking out of comfort zones and the uh, fear that usually come with uh, breaking out comfort zones and how different people might perceive fear in multiple ways, as well as how we perceive like adrenaline rushes, um, how we cope uh, with stress. And sometimes in certain scenarios, we uh, might le- positively leverage stress, whereas uh, other scenarios, we find stress a little annoying. In a sense, basically, just try to, uh, we are encouraging everyone to basically find your purpose in your life, even though we totally understand it's so hard, but it's really a matter of finding your purpose, but uh, break down into small targets and uh, try to be you yourself and don't really force yourself too hard. Don't push yourself while you try your best to yeah. accomplish those targets just maximize yeah. your potential right if you yeah. don't try you never know where where the hell you can you can go <laughs> yeah <laughs> just just small things just small things yeah but... small steps don't small things mm-hmm. yes so that is for that is podcast <laughs> the chaos that is us just <laughs> in uni <laughs> <laughs> so uh but anyways we released a new episode um every other week on Sunday, 7 p.m. Hong Kong and Manila time. And uh, if you have any feedback, comments, or insights about our ramblings um, today or in any other episodes, yep, yeah, pretty much. Anything. Feel free to let us know. Yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, you can either by uh, let us know by leaving a comment on Instagram or leave us a review on podcast. And basically, I know you can uh, leave stars on Spotify. And this is pretty much I've been forcing every one of my <laughs> friends been doing. Uh, leave us five oh stars on Spotify, by the way. Uh, but yeah, and uh, one of my friends uh, has done the, downloaded a Spotify. <laughs> I'm just so to, bad. Just to, just to actually, oh my God, don't do that. <laughs> so five minutes ago, I was literally saying, don't force yourself. But yet, I'm yeah. here, here yeah, I am. Pushing you're forcing out. other people. <laughs> yeah, I'm forcing other people. I'm the forcing other, <laughs> other oh people. I'm the you're pushing the other people. Even though I don't push myself. <laughs> I think you do. I uh, but anyways digress again but anyways um yeah we'll follow you. us 
share、awesome. us,、uh, share this podcast to your friends or、uh, your families.、Um, yeah,、uh, we will we'll talk to you in the you. next episode. Yeah, we'll、yes. talk to you in、we'll、the next episode. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see us, cause in a, in a video call or something. Ah,、uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. If you want to see us, but anyways, digress again. So this is we're、um, gonna podcast. This is Jessie. This is Unis, and we are next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.